Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 91 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your DMV Sports Podcast. We are now going every week like we used to. It's good to be back, boys. How are you on the eve here of uh, the Christmas and the holiday season? Sports are in full swing. Unfortunately, so is COVID, and it's wreaking havoc on some of the scheduling, but hopefully that's just short-lived and part of the world that we're going to live in here for a while. So let's go around the table. What's going on, fellas? How are you, Jerry? I'm good, and it's wreaking havoc on the Washington football team roster. They may have to call me and Jeremy up. I tell you what, man, it's not looking very good. I'm fat enough. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, how are you, man? I'm doing well. Good to see you guys. Likewise, likewise. And I am Todd, and we are Wings, Beers, and Tears. Give us a follow on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you download your favorite podcast. We will be there. Uh, bringing you insightful analysis, said no one. So here we go, man. Speaking of uh, uh, less than an insightful analysis, how about the fucking Washington football team just laying an egg in the first half at home against the rival Cowboys on Sunday? Let's start there. Man, that was not a, that was not a whole lot of fun to watch, was it, boys? No, nah, it, it wasn't as close as the score. No, nah, not at all. I mean, 24 nothing at halftime. <laughs> You know, the Cowboys came out to prove a point. They were ultra confident. They played in. super physical. Yeah. Super Dak physical. Prescott didn't look that impressive. No, no. I mean, the Cowboys offense really didn't do shit. Um, they just let Washington kind of implode. They did. And, you know, the, the, the good thing is, you know, you you played like crap and you lost. It's not like you played well and still didn't have a chance. So, you know. That's come, a good point. Back and play you know, I had that thought, too, a little bit, Jay, in the first half. I was kind of like, this is one of those games where they're just getting the, you know, shit canned a little bit. Just get all the 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 turnovers and penalties and poor execution out of your system here. Yep. You know, um, we said they probably needed to go three and two down the stretch, um, but it looks like two and two might even do it now. Might you I mean, know? Especially beat the Eagles twice. But yeah. I so. don't know. How, I don't know how they're going to win on Sunday with all these COVID guys, though. I mean, you well, have it's most of them are vaxxed, so and, and allegedly vaxxed. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But I mean, we'll find out because if if none of well, I mean, it all depends, obviously, but. They get a couple of negative tests and they were vaxxed. They're back. So yeah. right, if you're vaxxed and you get two negatives in 24 yep. hours, you're in. Yep. So um, hopefully that's the case with most of them, um, because like you said, Jerry, looking at some of the names on this roster, it's <laughs> it's the old Cleveland Indians. You know, who the fuck are these guys? I mean, they just called up Nate Orchard. Remember oh, I that? know. Remember that guy? I do. Yeah. I do. Um, defensive lineman. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's very good. Um, well, that's Heineke, why he wasn't playing. Yeah, <laughs> Heineke was bad. Um and he's injured, so yeah. we'll gotta see what's going on with him. Obviously, uh, McLaurin might be out. Uh, uh, man, so. that play. Uh, Heineke points down the field. They need a big play. It's there, and then he underthrows him. Underthrows him, and you know, is I mean, I didn't see it at the time, but as all the tweets showed later, he had two guys wide open for first downs underneath. Absolutely. Too. So yeah. That's frustrating. It is, but, you know, again, that, that game had all the makings of a big game at home. Dallas came out to play, like Jerry said. Washington gets down. They look for the big home run ball, and then they're chasing the game the rest of it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think Good on them for fighting for four quarters, but... I know. think Dallas got uh, got their guys back. They were, they're getting healthy as Washington is getting um, COVID. <laughs> yeah. And so they got most of their guys back and well, especially they, in the you know, front seven. Yeah. On D. And so. they just they just they they took it to them. I mean, it was yep. twenty four. I mean they it did. was you they know, did. I, I don't give much credence to the comeback because I mean, 
it was a pick six with Dak, which crushed me in fantasy. But um, <laughs> but that was such yeah. a bad throw. Yeah, Both of his picks were terrible. Yeah, he uh, no, he didn't look great. Elliott really didn't set the world on fire. Uh, Dallas's offense really didn't impress me yeah. too much. Um, but again, it doesn't matter when when your game plan is to play physical on the road, give yourself a chance to win. And they got some breaks early and and, and got out to a good lead. And you know, say la vie. I mean, here here are the list of COVID guys. Montez Sweat, Kaliki Hudson, James Smith Williams, Casey Tuhill, which is pretty much every defensive end available. Right. Uh, Tamaric Hemingway, uh, William Bradley King, Jonathan Allen, David Mayo, Kendall Fuller, Tim Settle. Yeah. I mean, it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. If they can get half those guys back, like Jer- Jeremy was just saying, if. Let's say six of those guys are vaxxed and it's literally they they you know they tested positive one day it runs its course they get two negative tests in 24 hours they're back on the practice field Thursday Friday they're back in the lineup it's really not that big a deal. Right. The, honestly the two bigger injuries that are completely uncovid related are, are McLaurin and Heineke. Um, and McLaurin's in concussion protocol. And we haven't heard anything about that, and that's not a good thing because. No. Well, I don't think you hear anything until like Thursday. Yeah, I that's don't. The first time they do. I, I would be again. shocked if he played. Um, yeah. And Heineke, I mean, again, he's a gamer. He'll probably give it a go. Um, I don't know. Um, again, well, he's a nice guy. He's a good story. If he goes into your season as your one A quarterback, I, I just don't think you're anything better than a 500 club. Yeah. I, I, well, you know, and, you know, and that, no, that's absolutely true. I mean, you know, he's there's a line. I'm not sure if it came from Rivera or who, who it came from, but he's not. No, what it was a, a Jay Gruden actually. He's like he's not a 17 game starter. He, at least he hasn't proven it. He's the problem is you look at everybody in the draft next year. He's like I wouldn't count on them for for that next year either. Right. So what you do even if right. even if you can get one of those guys, I think he might be your guy. But anyway, for for next week, you hope he can play. Hope to get maybe McKissick back. Samuel's been playing. Maybe he can take over that number one role if, um, you know, if if Terry's out. But it's you know McKissick we just got to wait. Might be so. out too. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah I know. he might be. Yeah, uh, Rivera did say today he was pretty much expecting him back. But yeah, you know, with concussion protocol, you never know. You don't. Um, so it could be a disaster. But if they get guys back, it should be a competitive game, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean the Eagles aren't very good, no. so uh, competitive. Is the right term. It might not be a good football game. But I it certainly didn't com- say. <laughs> but it, it should will, be. I doubt it'll be a very good football. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a terrible football game. I can almost guarantee that. Um, you know, so I I don't know. I had the thought that so they snuck into the playoffs last year in a really bad division in a fucked up year, and it gave them a confidence boost. I think uh, some of the young guys on the roster gave them something to look forward to. They signed Fitzpatrick, which was just a stopgap. Obviously. You know, his time here was limited to a quarter. It's a very, very small gap, apparently. <laughs> yeah, um, and 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 you got Heineke. Uh, Jerry's been saying it. If you don't have an elite quarterback, you're really just you're you're fighting the victories and you're fighting your way to a bottom seed if you're lucky. Yeah. Are, well, are, they, are they better off just kind of like missing the playoffs and getting a better draft no, pick? No, no, because they'll no. fuck that draft pick up. Yeah, probably. I mean, well, I mean, it's not, what are they going to? It's going to be three picks higher, you know, yeah. if they miss by no, one yeah, game. Yeah, you're you know. right. You're yeah, right. You, so. you, I have no confidence that if they get the higher draft pick, they'll pick the right person anyway. So you might as well try to win games. Yeah. And Jeremy's right. Once you get past five, it D- doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, hell, yeah. you, know, you got you got Allen at what seventeen? So there's going to be something there. 
But, you know, they've also gotten other guys who haven't really done anything over the years. It's, we got Jamin Davis, at, yeah. you know, <laughs> whatever. Who's, who's actually been playing better. He but, has been know. playing better. I agree with that. Yeah, but he's a fucking top 15 pick, man. You know, you don't need better. You need you, you, need, you need Michael fucking Parsons. Yeah. He's a beast. Jesus Christ. He's a beast. I mean, sometimes it's so... But it's not their fault. He was gone. Yeah. Right, 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 right. It's not like they passed over. No, no, no. 100%. Um, but but to your point, a, a game changer like Parsons is what you need when you pick in the top 10 to 15 picks. Um, yeah, it's just... It, it, it was a disappointing effort, but what did I say on the pod last week? They won four in a row. They're not going to win out. Right. I mean, they're just not that good a football team, and they well, don't Dallas score points. Is, Dallas is better than them. They, they are. There's no question. They yeah, are. I mean, they, their wide receivers are a ton better. Their quarterback is better. Their offensive line is better. You know? And they... they and But the defense played decent. Played good enough yeah. to win. Who, they're, they're, the Dallas D? No, the, well, the Dallas D played. But I thought the defense kind of played... You know, they got the pick six... Um, they just needed they needed an explosive offense. They did, and I, I'll give the D credit because they yeah. they kept them in the game. And you say twenty four nothing's really keeping them in the game, but it kind of is because yeah. you know. Um, I mean, look, Dallas and Washington play ten times. Dallas wins eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, you just have just, to ho- you just have to hope team. the next you know the next time they meet is one of those one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you know? Dallas has clinched something mm-hmm. and they rest their players. Right. You know, because they don't really care. Now that's unlikely because I'm sure they've been playing for home field. But sure, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, got got to go one at a time, and 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 the the uh, the game against Philly is super important. Um, but you win that game, and you're right back where we thought they probably should be. You yep. know, last week. Exactly. All right. So here are I'm going to give you the top eight teams in the league, right? Okay. And we could talk quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. Arizona. New England, that's the outlier. Tennessee, Kansas City, Dallas, the Rams, Baltimore, Chargers. Everybody has a legit number one except for uh, New England. Except for New England. Right. And they benefit from playing in a trash, trash conference. Mm -hmm. I mean, they play, you know, the Jets. Who else is in there? Uh, Dolphins. Buffalo. Jets. Yeah, so... Jack is Jacksonville? <laughs> I don't think so. No. no, 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 no. So the Jets are three and ten. Miami is six and seven. Atlanta? No, no, no. Yeah. They're NFC. No, it's Buffalo is the other one. Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo yeah. and Buffalo seven and six. So they they don't play in a very strong conference. But and they have Bill Belichick. So. Well, Belichick's good. Their D is nasty. Um, Belichick's just such an asshole. He just he doesn't care. We saw it the other night in that Monday night game. I mean, would they throw it three times? Yep. I mean, he will just literally run the ball and uh, play boring as hell. He'll just kick field goals all game. He'll do whatever he has to to to, to you know find a way to win and and uh, does not care what the product looks like. Um, so I'll tell you what about the Baltimore Ravens. They're fucked. They do not look good. Dude. They don't look good at all. They so what's what, so what's the latest on Lamar? <laughs> I mean, does anybody know like how bad is it? How bad's the injury? Well, I mean, they're talking about him possibly playing, so it can't I mean, be that bad. But honestly, I I lost a little bit of respect for him uh, when he had a sprained ankle and got carted off the field. <laughs> carted off the field for a sprained ankle. <laughs> I mean, the dude is a little bit of a diva. But since maybe I'll o- take a dump again. Since October twenty four, here's here are the games they played. They beat the Bengals. Or I'm sorry, they lost to the Bengals forty one seventeen. You were at the, that game, by the way. Yes, I was. Okay, so that's when the trends 
Started. Yeah, it started the downfall here with Jerry. <laughs> they beat the Vikings by three on a sh- like fucking lucky. Remember that shit? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a fluke. They lost to the Dolphins 22-10. They beat Chicago 16-13 on a fluke. Well, that was with Huntley playing QB. Right, that's true. And they beat the Browns 16-10. to They lost to the Steelers 2019, and then now they've lost to the Browns. So here they're 8-5, and five, and here's who they have coming up. Green Bay. The Bengals at Bengals, mm-hmm. the L.A. Rams, Shit. and the Steelers. Damn, they that's could rough. lose. They could finish nine and eight. I think they will finish nine and eight, and I'm not sure that gets in the playoffs. Wow, yeah, it's a tough stretch to finish off. And uh, like you said, if you've got a wounded Lamar going out there, um, now I will say that Huntley looks significantly better this game than he did against uh, Chicago. Yeah, but if Huntley's your quarterback, I, even if you I'm make with the playoffs, you. I'm with you, and it's not the big bad. D that that we're used to Baltimore having. I th- I think their D is very average. I mean they they're they are just they're in trouble, s- man. They're in trouble. They Damn just it. look terrible. It pisses me off too. The only good thing is in that division, Cleveland's a disaster. The Steelers suck. They're just not good. Yeah, I don't um, think the Steelers are any good. It, you know, it's all about Bengals, Bengals and Baltimore. And and the Bengals while they are up and coming and I think that they're if they stay healthy, they, they should have the inside track because <clears throat> they're young, they're healthy, everything else, but they're inexperienced. They're making mistakes, too. The, right. the, you know, they'll have games where you look at it and you're like, what the fuck just happened? How did they lose? How did they, you know? Yeah. So, um, I mean, Baltimore could back their way into that division title um, just by, by uh, going 500 down the stretch. But reading that schedule, two and two is going to be tough. So let's say, let's say they limp into the playoffs and lose in the first round and Lamar continues to look like shit. It's a contract year. I was going to say he's a free agent, right? $40 million minimum, and I'm guessing. Right. right? But whatever the highest quarterback contract is now, go above that. Right? That's what you're going to have. That's what he's going to be seeking. Right. Is he really worth it? I mean, he's got the well, MVP on his resume. He's got that uh, he's got game-changing ability. Win. Yeah. Um, but... When he doesn't run, he's not special. This right. could be an interesting year because he and Mayfield are both up, and that's you're who knows, right. Who knows what's going to happen to Russell Wilson? Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's just Matt like Ryan. But yeah. that forty million number—that is the number that's that you look at. But yep. you, I, I can't imagine play, you know both of those guys getting that. Maybe Lamar, you know, if if you if you believe in him. But I don't, you know, it's it's kind of ridiculous that these numbers are almost like set in stone. I don't think Mayfield's getting it because. There's some like weird shit going on in Cleveland, man. They, there boo, is. They it's, boo it's him. He talks shit to the fans. He doesn't. He's such a he's such an interesting character. I thought that was a perfect fit when when they drafted him. And I thought was it two years ago? I thought he's playing really well, you know. And I thought Cleveland was going to take off, and they just sputtered again. So the question there is, is: Is a change of scenery what Mayfield needs? I would argue probably yes for both parties. Looks like Cleveland has kind of. They've run their course with him as, as a fan base, and it seems like he's just kind of fed up getting getting booed. Because let's face it, he's a knucklehead, but the guy works his ass off. Yeah, and he plays plays hurt and everything. Absolutely, else, so. is Mayfield the kind of guy that would could end up in Washington? Absolutely, so, I think yeah. he's a Rivera type. I, of guy. I was just yeah. you took the words out of I mean, my mouth. He's, I mean, he's he's Heineke with more talent. Yeah, yep. absolutely. You know, yeah, but, interesting. I mean, he. I'm not sure. I don't know if he's a franchise. So. Do you trade for him and then let him play his final year and figure that out? That's always bad recipe. Yeah. Okay. And here's another name, Kirk Cousins. 
<laughs> I'm serious. He, we hardly he, knew ye. I think he's he's on his way out of Minnesota. They're tired of him. And it's not him personally. They're right. just tired of his average play not getting them wins. Mm-hmm. They haven't improved at all since he's been there. Yeah, no, they're 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 such an odd team. I look at them and they should be really good. I well, mean, Zimmer's yeah. a defensive genius, but well, their D's not that great. There was some. He seems yeah. to, they don't seem to. They don't seem to play for him. No, I yeah, agree. Maybe with that. he's run his course. Like coaches run their they course. Do. They man. do. They do. Even great ones, he, except for Belichick. It's <laughs> fucking Belichick. <laughs> well, there was a stat out. I don't know if it was QBR or one of those, but all like, everybody in the top five was your Brady. You know, it was maybe it was tight. Even just you know something about. And this is a terrible thought, obviously. But basically, all the guys you would expect to be up there, your Rodgers and your Brady's and whatever, you know, and all their teams are nine and three, this, that, and the other. Cousins was right there with them, and his team was, you know, five and seven or whatever it was. Hmm. So he's somehow he is able to put up numbers without his team doing well. And that's really no different than it was here. Yeah. So I don't, I don't even know what that means, but it's just like, how, how does this happen? Right, and it, can, it makes sense why teams would get fed up with that, or another team would get fed up with that. He's like a Jeff George, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Well, nobody's that much of an asshole. I don't think. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, didn't Aaron take him first overall in yeah. one draft? <laughs> I think he was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, that was funny. Was uh, wearing his Heath Schuler jersey when he made the pick. Oh uh, fuck. No, but uh, yeah, the 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 QB carousel will be quite interesting. Um, and and you brought up, I mean, reading that list of, of teams, Jerry, like, like you just did, it, it tells you, yes, there's an exception to the rule every once in a while. Like Bel- one out of one. It was literally one out of ten yeah. teams, you know, didn't have a franchise quarterback. Yep. So you've got to establish your culture, and it starts with the quarterback, whether it be a guy that throws, you know, 40 touchdowns or whether it be a guy that manages the game, it doesn't really matter. You've got to have an anchor there. You're going to have to be aggressive. You're, um, absolutely. You're going to be, have to give up more than you want to give. Absolutely. There's got to be 50% of the fan base going, how could you do that? How can you give up two number ones for Baker Mayfield or two number ones for Russell Wilson or two number ones for right. whomever? And see, that's another, that's another franchise that I think has run its course with their formula. Yeah. I think Pete Carroll... You know, his rah-rah antics just don't seem to be working anymore. I mean, they've been pretty stale here for a few years. Yeah, I mean, they, they've, they've, they haven't been good in a while. No, and Wilson's definitely having a down year, and yeah. admittedly so. I mean, he says, he's like, I just, you know. I mean, not, they have Tyler fucking Lockett and, and, and DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf I know. is my wide receiver, and he's, Jesus, he averages like one point a game. <laughs> we'll have like 31 game, and then he'll just get zero targets the next. Um no, but they're they're another odd team where on paper it appears they should be better than they are. Yeah. So you got a lot of big names, like you said, it's gonna be a money grab. You're gonna have to give up whatever to get some of them, whether it be um moving parts to to get the rights to sign them or just all out and out if somebody's a free agent, you're gonna have to fucking overpay. Because somebody's gonna throw stupid money out there. Yeah. And Washington has proven not to overpay. Under under I, the Rivera regime, I know. I and, you know and, and the excuse is we have to build the team before we get to the quarterback, or that's bullshit. Right. You you have a team with a roster. If you have an elite quarterback, you're yeah. playing. You're you're challenging Dallas. You know. Well, Dallas is the only team in the division that has that a has legit a, quarterback, yeah. and there they are, top at the top. Yeah. Although Philadelphia has Gardner Minshew, <laughs> but they're still not starting him. These guys are fucking morons, man. <laughs> I just think Gardner Mitchell's a shit, dude. I mean, he's not like a top five. But in that backup 
second tier type quarterback. Oh, he's he's at the top. I agree. I, I, he's better than. Well, he's got the skill set. He's better. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's just got some moxie. He does. He's but, a gamer, and he's also the kind of guy I have a feeling that he can just pick up anybody's playbook and pretty much over the weekend binge it and and probably knows 60 percent of it. And you know, by the way, fake it. The fucking Eagles. The fucking Eagles have like three of the top fifteen picks in next year's draft. Yeah. Yeah, those bastards. They are fucking loaded next year. They're going to get some studs. Yeah, well. See if they can coach them. Well, see if they can coach them and see if they pan out. Because like we said, just having the picks doesn't equal talent. You can get talent, but what do you do with it? Um, All right, can we talk about the college uh, level real quick? Yeah, absolutely. So the Terps got a transfer from West Virginia, a guy named Vandarius Cowan. Cowan. Cowan, yeah. yeah. He's terrible. (laughs) He's absolutely terrible. Okay. I mean, he played at Alabama. When he came to West Virginia, I was like, this guy's going to be the shit. He's terrible. What if he's he ends up being his... all Big Ten next he year and be. fucking locks coached him up, baby? What did I tell you about Dogie? Right? What was my prediction? He's terrible. Right? You got to trust me on this. <laughs> now, hey, he's Loxley, your guy. I'll, I'll Loxley trust you. coached him at Alabama, so maybe there is some chemistry there. Sure. I would expect nothing from him. Okay. I mean, if I were you guys. All right. Um, he is injured quite a bit. His attitude is garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a guy who knows a guy up in Morgantown. They were not sad to see him leave at Got all. Got it. Okay. So, um, well, I, I like I you're said. You're picking up our trash. The the transfer. We gave you Scotty McBrien, so fuck <laughs> you, we're even. The, the, the transfer portal in football really is just that. It's recycled miscreants. Yeah. It's, it's high-talented guys a lot of time that, that wham, 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 I didn't get to play. Could have been an injury. Could have been they were being an idiot. Doesn't really Could matter. Been, they actually sucked. Or they just aren't that good. Yeah. They think greener pastures are awaiting, and then they get there and they realize, I'm not that harder worker. I, got, you know? I, I was surprised when I saw the tweet that Maryland offered him. That's I, truthfully. I, I couldn't figure it out because... I, be I, I really think, aside from like the top-tier guys in the transfer portal, it's pretty much like throwing darts, and you just take what you can get, and you hope one of them sticks. Yep. Dude, you know? I, I saw... Oh, what are the numbers? I wanted to bring them up. Transfer portal. Uh, I'll get them. But it's it's like, like the wild, wild it's west, like man. It's like 648 people in the transfer portal, and like 34 have transferred to like a Division One. Dude, it's nuts, man. Yeah, I mean these. You kids, called it years ago. You were like, it's, it's a just death. Be it's a death of yeah. You know, all, all you you think you're giving all these guys rights, and really all you're doing is screwing them. Yeah, because if they can't make it there, they're not going to probably make it anywhere else. Sure. You know, and I mean it's it's it, it's ruined kids, man. Because a lot of people would stay at the school you're at, stay on scholarship, work through it. Right. You know, I mean, what, 5% of them are going to the NFL anyway. So sure. You go through it, and, and you know, you're you're generally better off staying, even if you're unhappy at the moment. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Well, and you, and you said it last week, too. A lot of these guys are getting bad intel. They have their entourage, whether it be an uncle, a cousin, somebody who's in the know, right? And they're yep. looking out for, quote, unquote, their best interests. The reality is they're not. They're looking for a cash dra- grab if they can get their kid into a bigger school, maybe get some NIL money, maybe, um, you know, maybe parlay that into a, a, a low round draft pick or something like that. Um, but they're really not looking out for their best interest in terms of development. Yeah. Um, and nine out of every 10 of these guys, no, I should take that back. There are the exceptions to the rule where you have a, a school perhaps that had a big coaching changeover, 
Sure. And, you know, these guys go, you know what? This is not the culture that I was brought into. I would like my way out. I totally get that. But for all the rest of the that group of 600 whatever, I'd say nine out of every 10 of those assholes simply didn't work at the level that they should have, pinned it on somebody else, and went, well, hell, I can go to Syracuse, or I can go to Pitt, or I can go to West Virginia, or I can go to Maryland. Oh, I'm going to go there and start. And then they get there, and they're like, oh, they got four guys just as good, if not better yep. than me, and now I have to grind. Like West Virginia, I think, has lost 10 players since the end of the year, or even through the year. And the coaches, I have heard that the coaches have said, we don't mind losing any mm-hmm. of them. Sure. You know? So, and some of these kids, some of them are legitimate. I mean, they realize I'm not going to play here, right. and they transfer like down to Old Dominion. That's a big see. Know, that's a big difference. That's a big difference. Yep. Man. Right. You go to ODU. You go to JMU. You go to you yeah. Know. You. Re, I mean, you're but but it's very rare that you're actually going to you you're not starting and you're not playing much at West Virginia, and then you're going to go to Maryland. Right. I mean, that's I thought that was strange that that that, but Loxley knows him. Locks, sure. You know, Loxley sure. had him at Alabama, so he knows what he's getting. Okay. Well, um, well I'll keep I, my antenna up for that guy, but I, I will not expect big things based on your scouting report. No, nah, he's 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 just he has he has skill, but uh, he never. I mean, he he was a total bust at uh, at West Virginia. Right. Coming in. Okay. All right. It, but All right. Anything check, else on the college football level yeah, we want to talk check about? Check out these names available. Um, it's like NFL free agency at the college level. Yeah, check out these names available. Bo Nix, uh, Kedon Slovis from. So why is USC. Bo Nix available? What? Because he just want a grad he, transfer. He's a grad transfer. He just doesn't want to. He's coming off the injury, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Martinez from Nebraska. Who's what thirty now? Yeah, that, oh, guy, that guy's that uh, old. But I mean, you get you, him you on have, the podcast. He's like our age. You have a you have dudes with starting potential. Yeah, no, no, no for um, sure. And Rattler's I mean, going to South Carolina, right? Rattler, Rattler yep. was going to South Carolina. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, Bo Nix is a, an interesting name. Now, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it, it's incredible. We're going into a year where Maryland actually has a legit quarterback to start the season again. That's yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. amazing. Um, but no, Bo Nix is one of those guys that if you're if you're in that like six, seven, eight win range. He could tip the scales and get you to seven, eight, or nine, right? Oh, he's, so. he's a legit player. Yeah. Is he better than Daggy? Is he uh, better than Daggy? Maybe barely. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any of these guys are better than Daggy. Adrian Martinez. I mean, there's a guy. Come you on. Know. You think Martinez is better than Daggy? Yes. Because he can at least run the ball. I mean, there's not a game that Daggy doesn't fucking throw like a pick six. Dude. It just, it, it, it's... All right, it, so it you guys are playing Minnesota, right? Yeah, we're going to get shit kicked. Okay, Minnesota's good. What if Daggy goes in there, puts up 304 touches, wins you guys the bowl game? Are you yeah. going to change your, your view at all? Fuck no, because, I mean... <laughs> you can't even give this guy we, success. We, we have a better <laughs> chance of, of eliminating COVID from existence than that happening. <laughs> like, like next week. You know? <laughs> It's just not gonna. I mean, dude, Minnesota is gonna fuck us up. Minnesota's good, man. And none of they actually seem to want to play. Nobody fucking wants to play. I mean, nobody <laughs> wants to play the ball game. There's no excitement about it. There really isn't. You got to play at ten o'clock at, on, in Arizona. I may honestly forget it's on. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna Would you like it. us to text you constantly? No, as I'm reminders. not gonna watch the fucking set. But my prediction is, is Minnesota wins by three times. I'll ask Holly to put your notifications on so we just blow you up between like ten and ten forty five. Okay. <sighs> 
She won't. No, she doesn't want me to know. Are you kidding me? She's got to live with this. You know what? That's a good point. Give Mitch a bottle of Bowman's and a phone. He'll take care of it. <laughs> All right. 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 And more bad news. Uh, Maryland beat Florida, which makes people say, Danny Benny might be a good coach. God damn, that's my worst fear. My worst fear <laughs> is that he wins enough to where they actually think he should be the long-term answer. All right. Let's let's go ahead and break it down. No, no. Well, I, I, you bring up a great point. Let's table that for the second part of the discussion. First part of the discussion is last week at this time, the Turge news. We broke everything down. Manning's taking over in the interim. Um, he lost their. We, we lost their first. Our first game with him at the helm to Northwestern, and we were talking about if they go to Florida or they go to the Barclays Center and lose to Florida. That's four losses in a row. Holy shit! The wheels have come off. That was a big fucking win it on was. Sunday. It was a big win. Um, they won by two. A big win in terms yeah. of the stature of it. Did well, you, yeah. All right, did, right. Ready for this stat? So I had an argument with a friend of mine who's a very, very staunch Maryland supporter, and his whole thing was he, – he, Is it close talk? No. Oh. no, no, no. <laughs> you, you don't know. He's a fucking idiot. But he uh, – He's one of those that's like, yeah, man, the fans just rode Turgeon out. He got a bad deal. And I'm like, okay, oh, fucking timeout. I said, I'm going to throw Christ. numbers at you. Take the fucking emotion out of it, okay? One Sweet 16 in, in a decade for a program that's a story program. Yeah. Not good enough. And then the stat I heard the other night during the Florida game was we, Maryland had not beaten a non-conference top 25 opponent since 2014. Jesus Christ. How the fuck does that happen? My first thought was, oh, they probably only had like five or six games. 22 opportunities going into that game against Florida. That's fucking terrible. That means all the preseason tournaments that they played, whether it be Maui or the Bahamas or, you know, all those things where you you play a decent team, every time they played a decent team, they lost. Yep. So it's kind of like dating a chick where it's terrible. It's just a bad relationship and you're unhappy, but you really don't see it when you're in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Until it's over, and then you're like, man, that was real. That was worse than I thought. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 Jerry, you nailed it. And I, I can't tell you how thought. many girls are probably thinking that about me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, man. I mean. No, I, I you really good analogy because. He's a classic I, underachiever, man. Yeah. Good dude, classic underachiever. And, again, I, Manning, I like his demeanor on the sidelines. I think he's a good dude. He is simply the – he's stopping the bleeding for this current season. I honestly think Evans has an opportunity here to make a big hire in the offseason. Because they didn't they just partner up with some gambling shit? Yes, they did. I mean, that's going to bring in a cash cow. Correct. They need to play an up-tempo, exciting brand of basketball, get the students back in and be, you know, get really excited and everything. Well, here's something interesting, too. Did you watch the game at all on Sunday? Yeah, some okay. of it. Okay, so it's at the Barclays Center, so you know neutral court and everything, and they had the four teams because Purdue and NC State played prior. The announcers kept talking about how much you know Maryland presence was there. Apparently, Maryland, obviously, they were the closest of the teams there, but I, I think they had like six thousand tickets sold. Well, they got a big presence. Didn't they? New they York have a huge area. New York presence anyway. Yeah. But I mean, it was a good following. It was good to get that win on a neutral court like that. My point being. Manning is a really, really good dude and highly respected in the community, in the NCA community. You need a fucking big name. Yeah, I don't, I don't know him. He might. I mean, he's a, obviously one of the greatest college players of all time. Oh yeah, right? without so question. Don't, don't give me. I mean, he's amazing. And, and and he's and he's meandered his way through coaching um, with modicum levels of success. I mean, yeah. let's not. You know, again, his tenure at Wake Forest was nothing to write home about. Nope. But he's considered to be a very good assistant and a good recruiter I mean, and all that kind of stuff. He's a D one head coach. You know, mid level. 
with aspirations. But, you know, I I think, you know, going with a guy like him is not much different than going out and getting some, like, 32-year-old that's got promise. I think that there's some of those guys on the list, but there's going to be a list that in Evan's mind, 10, yeah. 12 guys deep that we're all going to know who they are, and they're yeah. not young guys. I mean, no. I, 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 he has an opportunity here to make a hire. You know and, who's on my list, and there's only one. Well, Ricky Patino, Rick fucking Patino. <laughs> could you imagine? I mean, could you imagine? First of all, you're hiring a guy who runs an up tempo. He can recruit, oh, yeah. and everybody's going to hate him, which will make the Maryland students love him. Yeah. Oh, the you very. Know? So when you first texted that to us, I he, laughed because I was like, "Fucking Jerry, hyperbolic hire or whatever." The more I thought about it, that's the thing I kept coming back to was. The atmosphere at Xfinity Center will be completely different. Because he's dude. Ch- he's the very ch- first game when, when teams come in and their fans boo Patino. Can you imagine the students? And he's we got Ricky. I'll tell you this. <laughs> he's charming. Like he will he's, charm the shit out of you. Dude, even he's though he's a fucking he, mob boss. Even man. though he's he might be, as hell. Even though he might be a shyster, and I get it, man. And he might be a bad dude. I get it. I don't know. I don't him, think there's might, any might about it. Right. I think he is a shyster, and I think he is a bad dude. So, but <laughs> the guy can recruit. He can coach. He he obviously is a play. He knows players, right? And that's a guy you can get around because everybody else hates him, mm-hmm. and he'll bring excitement. Yeah. Oh my God! Could you imagine? I mean, he's fiery. Um, and I just, I mean, you want to talk about a like a lock winner, mm-hmm. a lock to be top fifteen every year. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's at least legit. for the five years that he's here because he because he's old. He's old. Yeah, right? he is old. He is old. But I would like to see them play an up tempo style, and that that is the thing from the, the game the other night that I took away from. I love I like the way Florida plays. I like that they're in your face full court. Um, they shoot a ton of threes. They got quick guards. They're athletic they're as hell. Athletic as, as hell. shit. They foul pretty much every possession, yes. but they're in your face, and I like the I like the aggressiveness. Well, Maryland, Maryland actually matched that, and Maryland played two bigs at a time. They right? did, which I fucking loved. Yeah, because Wahab is slow. Yeah, he's big, but he's slow. Reese is athletic as shit. Yeah. You don't. It's not an either or there. Right. You can play both at the same time. Um, and and you know the guy Xavier Green got a bunch of playing time, and he's he's just athletic. Yeah. He's not very talented offensively, but he's athletic. Um, a little Mouton esque. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, um, you know, and, and a guy like Fats, he'll drive you crazy in some games if it's a slow down Big Ten game. But in that kind of game, he, he's going to thrive. He can get reason, to the rim. He also he it's like every shot he took was that was the right shot. And that's the first time we've really seen him do that. It's because I think that, you hear what Hakeem Hart said after the game, because he had another really good game. And he said, um, I'm not nervous. I just think Turge was playing this like fucking asshole tight, you know, style where it was like you have to do everything right and we're going to win this game 63-62. And that's just not the kind of of basketball that's played now. No, not at all. And I think part of the thing is calling it a problem is kind of the wrong way to say it. But I think, you know, the players still were playing for him, though. They they didn't want him gone. There's no question these guys play hard. So, you know, I think that was part of it, too, is they were – probably feeling the same pressure. Right. You know, and, and they're just free of that now. Mm-hmm. They're not happy about it necessarily, sure. but they're sure. free of it, and that'll make them play a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ayala has talent, and when he has time and space, he's not necessarily better for it. He's better in tight spaces when he has a quick second to make a decision. Yeah, and, shoot and it, drive it, or pass that's it. That's it. And and he shoots better in rhythm when it's quick. Yep. Um, this team plays better when it's quick except for Wahab, but you can work a big guy with that talent set in there. 
Well, it just it gets these guys, you know, fats, Ayala, you know, heart, more chances. And I think part of the thing when you play a little nervous is, well, that means you're only going to take maybe six, eight shots the whole game. I mean, I know Ayala doesn't get more than that, but, you know, those other guys might only get that. Well, you're not shooting out of a slump with only six shots. Sure. So you, if you can get up 10, mm-hmm. well, maybe you make the last three and you go four for 10 instead exactly. of one for six. Exactly. So, you know. What I like about that game was I thought they kind of had control for a lot of the second half, and Florida came back and took the lead with under a minute, and Maryland still came back yeah. and, and, and found a way. Well, I felt like either they never had the five-minute the five drought, or if they did, it was when Florida had theirs mm. or close to it because I, I don't think either team was up by more than I think four seven. or five. Maryland got up to seven late, and yep. of course then Florida hit two threes right away. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, until there's like ten minutes left in the game or eight minutes left in the game, nobody was up by more than four or five, so. So what do you think? I, I want them to keep tread, winning games. Tread water. I want them to win, and but tread water. You want them to be respect respectable. I want them to be respectful, but not enough to to think to, that Danny Manning is it. the answer. I, I, but I don't think Evans thinks that Manning's the answer. I really anyway, don't so. either, Jerry. Uh, I, I I I share your trepidation. I'm uh, telling you, this shit. This it's just going to happen. You know, it's going to be it's going to be better than it was. I, I do think it will be better than it was. Uh, it was it was better than it was trending under Turgeon. Mm, okay. Um, now the loss to Northwestern sort of, but that's his first game. I mean, right. he didn't have any time to get ready. I, I literally think a, they had one practice. Yeah. Now right. he's got a huge break. He can yep. break down shit. I think he will do an adequate job. Um, but I I'm with you, man. You you have an influx of money coming in. You can really make a statement. This is a big hire, man. Yeah. You can make a statement. This can be this can be the hire. That teams like West Virginia and Maryland traditionally can't do. Yeah, uh, when you're an AD at a program like Maryland, first of all, your window of opportunity to make a difference is very small because usually at a big school like that, the, the the principal players are in place, and it's your job not to fuck it up, right? Um, at this stage, he, you know, they made the hire to bring Loxley back, um, and they kind of had to cash strapped. Mm-hmm. He was he was the right guy at the right time. I think it worked. I, I will stand by that. I think he'll he has two more years. Probably. Yeah, I think I think they'll upgrade after. I think next year's huge with Talia being a senior. You have a you have a stud quarterback. I mean, you and, and Loxley is what he is, man. You've seen it. He ain't getting uh, no better or no I'm worse. with you. My point is I thought that hire was a good hire for the for the circumstances at the time, and I'll stand by that. Yeah. Oh this hire coming up for basketball, th- you don't have the strings attached to it. You don't have the shackles. You don't have the restraints. You got to go out and you got to make the right hire. I, I agree, and I mean, it, it's got to be you know somewhat tough when you know we've been in a good position here. Uh, you know, between Gary and Turge, that's what two coaches over what is that thirty five years? Thirty five years. Yeah, it's not like they have to do this very often. Unlike it's football, like Steeler esque. Yeah. That, that's yeah. my point. That's it my is. point. As an AD um, at, a, at a school like Maryland, you don't have that many opportunities yeah. to put your mark on it as an AD. And in some ways, Evans that makes, has his opportunity. It makes for more pressure, but at the same time, I think that more pressure was when Gary goes. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And this is what they did. It didn't work. You know, decent idea. Didn't work out. Now they're moving on. But this is where you have to make you know, it. It's pressure. There's no question. But you oh, gotta, absolutely. This is this needs to be the home run. But you have to thrive under pressure yeah. in, in, in a management position like that. I think Maryland in the next two games against Loyola and Brown have to look dominant. Mm-hmm. They, no, gotta, they need, they they need double-digit yeah, dominant they, they wins. they got to get their mojo. Yep, they got to get some mojo moving forward because then <laughs> they got Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Looking at the Big Ten is interesting right now, seeing you know how because those preseason rankings years ago meant everything. Now it's eh, whatever you, you see what oh, they are. Honestly, a joke. It, it really is. Illinois is legit. They're especially Coburn. Yeah. You know they're they're athletic. They play fast. They're big. They they they're they're really good. I think Ohio State's very very good. Their talent level. After that, obviously, well, sorry, Purdue. Obviously, they're you know Michigan State, but Purdue just lost to Rutgers. Yeah, and then NC State took them to overtime. Mm-hmm. I still think they're better than Maryland. I still think they're very, very good. Michigan State has Tom Izzo, which means they're always going to be good. After that, Michigan has probably underachieved more than any other team in the country yeah. up yeah. to this point. They're beatable. Yep. Um, and then you have that whole host of characters. You've got your Iowas, your Wisconsin's, your Northwesterns, your Nebraskas, Penn State. Rutgers. Yeah, 5 through Maryland. 12 was pretty much a crapshoot. Absolutely. There's no reason Maryland can't be the fifth or sixth right. best team in the Big Ten. Uh, except that they're just not good. That's well, the only reason. I mean, we'll see, right? Uh, I thought they were good uh, a few years ago. And, and what did they limp to seventh or whatever? You know, and I thought they should have been top three. So uh, maybe this is one of those years if they're, you know, sitting there poised to be sixth or seventh, maybe they find their way into fifth or sixth. Who knows? Maybe. You know? I guess my point is the conference is tough, the road games are tough, but it's not this daunting gauntlet that uh, it, it, I thought it may be. If they just play a little better than they play to start the season, it's there for them to mm-hmm. be that five or six. Absolutely. You know, will they do it? You know, I, I have more confidence in them than I do like you know, Washington football to do it. But you well, know. Jerry, Jerry brought up the perfect term. They're trending in a better direction yeah. right now. They have they have a different voice. They have a fresh start. They're playing a little bit looser. Uh, they do have athletes, and they got guys that can play, you know? Well, and I still think, you know, I think I said it last pod that you know, they make two shots in a couple of those games they lost. That were, it's a completely different situation. Completely different. They, they, they win those games pretty, not, I mean, not easily, but those are wins. Sure. And I think that they hit those couple of shots against Florida, and they won. Absolutely. And, if, and, and that's against a decent team, if not a good team. Yeah. So, you know, and that's what they're going to be playing. You know, we're going to see a lot of this. Yeah. You know, 72, 69, 68, 65, that's going to be the to rest. To me, 75 is the magic number. Yeah, they can get to 75 okay. points. I think they win They win a decent you know, amount of games. Uh, the number two and six team played to a 57-36 final the other night. Yeah. That's disgusting. It's fucking yeah. terrible. Just, I, just completely had to, I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> Turgeon was back eating popcorn, <laughs> loving every minute of it. I'll, I'll throw another fun fact out. Uh, Jordan Addison won the Blitnikoff Award, plays for Pitt, really good wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He's from Frederick. He played at Tuscarora. Yeah. I had no idea. I'd never heard of him before this year. And doesn't Pitt also have like a corner that played at Northwest? Well, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I think the guy had a uh, – he set like the ACC uh, tournament or the, the championship game record for longest return, you know. So well, g- good for him and good for good for Maryland, man. I you know that's a guy that got away from Loxley. Looks like well, you've been saying it, man. I mean, you you've been on the bandwagon for a long time about the talent in in, in terms of basketball. There's no better area than than the state of Maryland, it, it, other than probably like the Bronx, you know, for for basketball recruiting, you know, and Maryland just doesn't seem to get their fair share of the the local guys. I know. I mean, Cowan's probably the last true local yeah. guy that was a stud well, that stayed home. And in basketball, unlike football, all it takes is one or two. You don't need to get 12 guys. Gerard Mustaf. You know? <laughs> Remember that guy? Absolutely. Yes, very, very, very well. Absolutely. All right, so let's wrap it up and let's move, uh, let's move on to the ice. Let's talk some caps. Well, there's a lot going on NHL-wise. 
It's yeah. a fucking mess right um, now. There, there's actually a meeting going on apparently right now. Yeah, right now they're NHL having a meeting. And, you know, NHL, NHLPA and their um, their their uh, doctor consultants are right. trying to figure out what to put in place so that they can keep playing. Well, I mean, Omicron is here. Yeah, but um, it's it's the fucking cold. Yeah, no it, one's, it, no it, one's it, going to the hospital. It, it is the cold, dude. It's it's. I'm like, what the you fuck? You know what? Honestly, and I, I I don't want to get off on a tangent here. If the media didn't hype it up so much, oh, I know we wouldn't even fucking know it was here. I know. Who fucking cares? God, I know. Yeah, let so them play, yeah. dude. Yeah, I, I mean, that's. I, I have to say the same. I mean, obviously, you know, you don't. You want to go health first, but um, no, I just it's getting to the point of. You know why the non, you know why the asymptomatic testing on these guys if they're vaccinated it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't it? Doesn't. Um, and you know, and the thing is, I guess with NHL's got it's a little more complicated because of Canada and stuff like that. Because that's the thing, you got um, who TVR and who's coming off the uh, Dowd coming off mm-hmm. protocol, mm-hmm. They're ready to, ready to go tomorrow, assuming there's a game, um, but they can't play Friday in Winnipeg because they won't be out of the protocol. In terms of Canada yet. <laughs> Isn't that so, so stupid? Um, you know, and then... Logic but, went out the window in March of 2020, and it hasn't fucking returned. Yeah, I mean, maybe they... But okay, maybe 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 a, a week break is not a bad thing. Well, they're talking about maybe... I'm, I'm fine know, with that. Christmas to New Year's yep. break or something. But yeah. I, my guess is to go along with that, they will also at that time say we're not going to the Olympics. Yeah, oh, no, I, I think I think. Yeah, but that's a that's a killer. Well, no, but here's there's a lot going on with that too. And what basically they're saying is, if you te- like Canadian players, if you test positive at the Olympics at any point, you'll you'll be stuck for five weeks without playing. Three weeks in China, two weeks in Canada. So the, the Canadian players are now like, well, that's bullshit. Well, hopefully they're talking <laughs> about relaxing some of the shit. I mean, I I assume most of it is for legal PR stuff. I think it's got to be legal. It's got to be based, legal right? PR. No liability, right? absolutely. Um, and if they can maybe come to say something, hey, we have a better, we have more facts now. This Omicron is, which is most people yeah. have, and the kids, players are vaccinated. No one's really getting that sick. Right. Um, maybe we we relax it a little bit. And most of the policies are based on stuff from almost two years ago now. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah. it's rough because this is not tenable. No, it's not. <clears throat> and and for for everybody that's saying, oh, this isn't going anywhere, neither does the seasonal flu or I'm cold with or allergies, but we don't go and get swab tested for that every five fucking minutes. I mean, it seems you know? to me that the vaccines are working. Absolutely. Right? And the you don't hear about deaths as much, and I assume that's because the deaths are not as, they're decreasing. Yeah. Um, and vaccinated people. Correct. Right? So, Correct. Um, Either way... Yeah, getting back to the on ice product, um, the Caps have meandered this crazy season so well right now, and the organizational depth that I thought was lacking a year ago, I couldn't have been more wrong. I mean, they've got they've got guys that can step into roles. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's and it's it's actually really the the way you build um, your your farm systems. You're not going to have a guy down there that's going to come in and put up thirty goals, right? But you can have four guys that can come play bottom six sure. and do well. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they have. And, so, and, I mean, of all the guys they've called up, almost everybody has their first NHL point, their yep. goal. I mean, that's what you want, right? Absolutely. I did not see the game. What happened against Pittsburgh? Yeah. Lackluster first yeah, period. They didn't have a good game. Yeah. You know. Played, uh, played blah. That simple. Uh, really good in the third period. Stormed back through everything in Pittsburgh. But it's easier to protect a lead. You know, right. 
So, yeah, it's just a blog game. And keep in mind, the first game against Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh was awful. Yeah. They yeah, were so bad. Gotcha. I mean, they wouldn't have beaten anybody that night. And then they's played better, and Caps yeah. didn't. Caps were, you know, what were the end of a six, you know, six games in ten who, days? Who was in the goal? Um, Sammy. Yeah. Was it okay? Um, yeah, he was fine. I mean, Pittsburgh got a couple. Uh, they got a couple power plays in the first period. Nobody's surprised there. Um, you know, what is the injury? Not COVID related, but injury status. Well, one great piece of news is uh, if back he skates tomorrow morning and feels good, he's playing tomorrow night. Yep. Which is so awesome. So he's coming back at the right time. Um, um, Manta's still on track to what, March? I mean, yeah, I haven't even heard. I mean, there's nothing new on him. Yeah. So whatever that timetable was. Yeah, that's just a big um, that's a big loss right there. Wilson man. did skate today, non-contact. I d- so, doesn't look like he's going to play tomorrow. No, he's not, I'm pretty sure yeah. he's not playing tomorrow. Well, he said, he even said he might travel. So that means, I mean, I'm a, almost no chance he plays tomorrow right. as far as I'm concerned. Right. All right. Well, who else is out? Oh, just COVID after that. Yeah. Well, it's just COVID after mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just COVID shit after that, as far as I know. All right. Um, well, let's let's pull up the schedule for the next five and see what uh, see what's on tap, assuming they play. Sure. And we we said, I mean, it was it was relatively easy schedule since the last time. Then we predict like eight. Yeah, we wanted eight. seven or between us, it was seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And how have they done? And I don't. Since? Well, we haven't finished those five games yet, right? No. I but, think. But I think we we finished two, right? Two or three, I'm not right, sure. So three. they got the Blackhawks, the Jets, assuming they can formulate a roster. Yeah. yeah. And the Kings. Yeah, you need four out of six there. Yeah, I agree. All right. All road games need four out of six. That'll be fine. Um, they've they've been able to they've been able to to squirrel away some some wins here and and get some points. And I know the uh, that stretch of overtime and shootout losses was frustrating. Bottom line is we got points in all those games. Well, we still have an overtime win, right? We have two shootout wins. Correct. Correct. And I think two, our last two. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that's the thing is, you know, they did not look great against Pittsburgh, but they came back against, uh, who the heck was Buffalo. it? Buffalo. Buffalo. They didn't got look the, great you know, against them either. No, but they got two points. And that's, yep. that's, that's what, yes. you know. Yep. And that's just what you need this time of year mm-hmm. with all the you know, with all the injuries, with all the COVID. I thought they played really good against Columbus last week. Yeah, I, the, I that thought That 3-1 so. win, yeah. that was just, you know, that was good, solid, dominant performance. Um, and Ovi's dude. Ovi's a fucking <laughs> are you guys, machine. Are you guys surprised that the Rangers are as good as they are? No, I am a little bit. Um, I'm I'm in the minority here. I'm probably on this table and definitely in my house. George hates Fox. Uh, I think Fox is a fucking stud. Oh, I hate him, but he's good. I he's so fucking good. <laughs> and I Shesterkin is he's a beast. Dude. He's the one to me that's the he's fine. But I mean, I don't see much more than Sammy and him. Maybe not, but he's, not he's been a on a bad heater. Thing, yeah. But he's been on a heater. <laughs> you know. Um, no, and I, I mean, when I, I say I don't think I didn't expect him to be this good, I mean, I would have said four or six points worse. Not like I, I thought they were going to be bad by any I mean, that was just like, was, was they, I looked when they were like 12, 4, and 3. I'm like, wow. You know, I was like, that, that was a little, I mean, again, four to six points. I'm not saying that I thought they were not going not to be a playoff team or anything. Right, I just, right, right, right. I didn't think they were going to be, you know, top of the division good. Now, they're, I'm not surprised by them. Um, I'm not surprised Pittsburgh's struggling. I'm surprised how poorly Philly's playing. Kind of, Philly's kind massive. of theme, isn't it? Yeah, and they and they got worse. I don't know how that happened. I, I don't either. They fired their coach, and they're they're a mess. The the most surprising to me is Montreal. I'm not surprised. I am. I mean they they look to be trending towards respectability. 
Weren't they so fucking? They made a run. I mean, well, yeah, they but made they a made a run, made a run you know, as an because, eight seed. Because they were. they were the Canadian division, and the rest it. of the Canadian teams imploded. But they're six and twenty. I know. Yeah. I mean, that's surprising. well, you know, Price isn't playing. Price isn't playing. I know he's yeah. got some sort of so stress. You know. Without him, they're a completely different team. Yeah. I mean, he makes so many errors go away. Well, because even, even and Allen got hurt too. I know. So it's like you know, know. they didn't have they had the, you know they were going with a number. Yeah, number they three. fired their GM yeah. and they're 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 in a free fall. Who would have been fired last year if they didn't make the cup run? Yep. So yep, yep, yep. Yeah, they were playing with house money for too long, and it just blew up in their face. But they did keep Ducharme, right? He's still there <laughs> somehow, which is kind of interesting. Probably because he speaks French. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look. This December, uh, the, from now until the rest of the year, COVID is going to spike. Yeah, I yep. mean, yeah. it's 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 going to spike. And it's cold. Gonna, yes, it's going to take over, and everybody needs to relax. Mm-hmm. Uh, wear a mask if you want to wear a mask. I don't care. Uh, yeah, but just get vaccinated and enjoy your family. B- bingo. That's a uh, well you know, said. Sage advice. Yeah. Where Jerry advice. go? That was, he took his spot there. <laughs> Jerry's twin Fucking came in. Danny and gave Manning. Us. I kind of hope you lose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, seriously, Jerry, you don't have to worry about that. They, unless they win the national championship, I don't think you have to worry about him staying, even if oh, they do. Oh, dude, you are so naive, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. If they dude, get in, it's like a 10 seed and I they make a big run. I guarantee you, they finish, yeah, they finish like 16 and 12 or whatever the math is, right? Some some five over 500 Mitch, Mitch Trick guy is going to say, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. Come on. We're not going to get anybody better, Bertie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a little this Mitch is, cameo at the what, end. I love it. what you miss for not being here, Mitch. I uh, love yeah. it. All right. Anything else for the week, boys? I can't nope. top that. No, I was, go, that. That's a good way to end it. Let's go. Ca- hey, big one for Washington. Give me your prediction. Washington, Philly? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Washington 19, Philly 17. I'm, I'm going to go Philly 17, Washington 10. I'm going to go Washington 23, Philly 16. There it is. 23? The what the fuck? Are we going in three overtimes? A couple turnovers. Pick six. Pick six. Pick six. Cole Holcomb. <laughs> the best right. mullet ever. All right, guys. Be safe out there. And like Jerry said, enjoy your families. Enjoy the holidays. And uh, go Caps. Go Caps, baby. Peace. See ya. See ya.